You're listening to DraftKings Network. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It's the Cooligans, stupid. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cooligans. It's the Cooligans, buddy. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. <laughs> There it is. All right. Why do you get applause and I don't? We got applause. You got to say both names. <laughs> okay. That's wait, it. Wait, wait, I got to wait for your applause yep. to finish before I say applause, mine. <laughs> applause doesn't activate until both names yeah, are yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, also, ask the audience how to applaud. Don't ask me. <laughs> uh, we're excited to be here today. Coming to you live from New York. New York. <laughs> oh, God. Let's go. All right. Well, we're definitely going to get in the weeds in MLS <laughs> if you start the show that way. Um, uh, so, uh, hello. I'm Andrew Weeby. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, that was Kansas City, dude. How was Kansas <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing all right, bro. Um, the uh, uh, today, obviously, we're focused on all things American soccer. Uh, a lot to discuss in regards to NWSL draft happened last week. Uh, sure. Been, been uh, a bunch of moves uh, in within Major League Soccer. Um, we'll talk about that without Major League Soccer. You know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. people leaving out of here. People, they're like, I'm done with this place. You know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't even know. You said six <laughs> different sentences. The beginning of six <laughs> different sentences. So no, we're talking about all those things, and uh, we're here live on YouTube. Uh, if anybody in the chat wants us to talk about anything in uh, in particular uh, in regards to American soccer, please put it in the chat. We'll make sure uh, we try to get to it. If you super chat it. Uh, we are hundred percent. We're definitely gonna here, get bro. to it. Okay. Also, thank you for joining us in in el YouTube. El YouTube. Okay, let's okay. go. We. I just got. Uh, I, I, I apologize. I forgot who messaged me the other day, but there was um uh one of our supporters who uh who who purchased el YouTube.com. Remember when we first? Oh, got, that's right. When yes. We moved from uh, Twitch. Right. From El Twitche. El Twitche. Then we went to el YouTube. We should also link el Twitche to our YouTube. Okay, so that's what he had asked. He's like, "Hey, I uh, the renewal is coming up. Do you want me to renew it?" And I'm like, "I'm not going to ask you to." No, renew. no, I can't ask you <laughs> so, to spend money. So, uh, but thank you for for doing that. Um, uh, so it did expire, to my right. knowledge. Oh, I guess we could try it again. I don't know. I don't know if it. El- Shouts to eltwitch.com, which was. <laughs> oh no, it still works. Yeah, el YouTube still works. Oh, el YouTube. I thought you were checking el Twitch. No, el Twitch. I don't think works anymore. But let me see. El Twitch still works. Let's go. <laughs> Shout out to my guy frivolously spending his money so we can have this bit. Thank you for the support. But so those are both still active. Uh, subscribe. Okay. Um, so the the where, where do we and get? David Day, we will talk about uh, what's going on with the Gal- Galaxy yeah, Supporters that, Group. That's on the docket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that. So if you want to know what's going on, stick around for a little bit. But uh, first, let's talk a little bit about, uh, we were talking a little bit about making money. Just before this, okay? Mm. And how I learned these skills. I'm, I'm quite unfamiliar with the, <laughs> with the process. I, I learned these skills <laughs> as a young lad avoiding homework, okay? <laughs> but, uh, whatchamacallit, there's uh, MLS has really turned the corner. A couple years ago, uh, Don Garber said, like, you know what? I think we want to be a selling league. He came off that earlier message of mm. we're going to be the top league by 2022. And then when that didn't happen, my guy was like, hey, <laughs> I got plan B right here. We're going to be a selling league, get rid of all of it. And it started to, Miguel Armiron, I think, was like the first 
the first like real big like oh yeah that was the record signing at right. the time um record sale record sale yeah. uh leaving mls obviously going to newcastle if i remember correctly please correct me if i'm wrong yeah the chat will do that again they'll do our homework for us robin Zaghini said uh el youtube how do you how does one spell that it's e-l-y-u-t-u el youtube el youtube <laughs> I got, thought it was self-explanatory. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Did he go to Alexis's school? <laughs> yeah, you didn't yeah. cheat enough, Robin. Yeah, dude. Come on now. <laughs> also, why don't you just watch someone else spell it and then you take that information? <laughs> Bro, uh, which would call it? So obviously that big sale was a big moment for MLS, right? It was a it was a sign, especially to a lot of young Latin American players, South America, where a lot of European clubs aren't as uh, don't have as, as strong a scouting network outside of watching a couple of Boca Juniors games, <laughs> right? It's a real chance, especially with some of the connections that we have here in MLS, we as, as MLS, as, in, as America, to sort of get a little bit of a leg up, especially because when players do go to Europe at a young age, like if Miguel Almiron went straight to Europe from, I forgot what Paraguayan uh, club he was at. I can picture the, the badge in my, in my head, but I can't remember. Olympia? The, no, it wasn't Olympia. I forgot what club he was at. Um, which I'm gonna call it. If he had gone straight to Europe, he would have been on a bench. Would have been on a bench for a little bit, or loaned around. Maybe he ends up at you know Anderlecht or VVV Venlo or whatever that club's name well, is. Well, you, you, you okay? You, you got stuttering <laughs> issue? That I, I need know. to go see a doctor. <laughs> uh, someone said, "Que lo que volume though? Are we too loud or too low?" Oh, let us know. Volume. Lanus, which is hilarious because the word anus is. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yes, Lanus, right? He would have been loaned out and stuff. Right. So is, are we at that moment right now where MLS is the perfect place to go if you are a, say, sub 23 year old, maybe still has a little bit to prove what? player in Latin America? Is there a better place to go? So you're talking about players from Latin America? Or just in just in general, as I far think as, it's in general. As but far as the d- development to go to Europe before you go to Europe, what, what would be the ideal place to go? Is yes. that what you're asking? Well, I saw a um, some people saying the volume is fine. Some people saying the volume is too low. Interesting. Uh, I mean, I'm. It, it seems fine to me. Our levels look all right to me. We could raise our volume, I guess. No, no, no this is exactly where we need to be, so we don't get a lot of feedback. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I can't do too much. We're at about negative 20 on the stream. So that is a little low. Okay, maybe can you turn it up? I can't. No, it's at its highest. All right, let's see what happens. Huh? That should be a little bit better. Hopefully. Hopefully that's better. Hopefully that's better. I don't think this is Some people saying it's fine. Some people saying it's too low. Raise your raise your volume. I don't know what to tell you. Shout to Manjasandu back in the chat. Hey, uh, Manjasandu. Thank you. He got some wild predictions for this next weekend, by the so way. I'll say, uh, so I'll say this, because I, I right. read, uh, there was a tweet from, uh, I believe it was Nico Cantor, uh, uh, you know, announcer, uh, son of uh, mm-hmm. Andres Cantor. Um, he was talking about uh, the Mudrick uh, sale to mm-hmm. Chelsea and how, uh, you know, the cost of it, uh, the, the, the price of that sale, and how Manchester City bought Julian Alvarez from um, River Plate, I believe, mm-hmm. for something like $24 million or something, right. compared to 100 right? And um, as far as game uh, it's actually, ma- matches... turns out it's more than 100 because the, remember we were talking about there was like that £22 million pound donation yeah that comes above the sale that's not part of the fee 
Okay. All right. So it's wild. So well, Top Bowling's just <laughs> out here dropping money. So um, when you compare um, Mudrik, who doesn't have that much uh, actual experience, uh, that many matches, he does have, like, yes, Champions League, and he is a good player, and I'm sure he'll be fine. And he has played in Europe. So, But Julian Alvarez, who had more matches, more goals. And a World Cup. More minutes. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, this was before the World Cup. Still but has it, though. Yeah. Not, but before the... Um, so when, when Manchester City got him at a very, uh, very low price. Mm-hmm. So he was putting out the theory that why is a player who plays in the Ukrainian league is getting so much money compared to a player who plays in South America uh, and has more experience, more goals, has just, you would think a better resume. And it, it just simply sounds like that. If you are a team that plays in Champions League uh, and you are a player that plays in Champions League, you are worth more on the market than a player that that has more experience that comes from South America, especially Argentina, they gotta they put out some good some good talent. All right. But are you worth four times just because of that Champions League experience? Um according to the market, yes. Because what they're simply saying is that even if you are you play in the Argentinian league, playing Copa Libertadores, it is not as va- as uh, uh, challenging a competition as playing in Champions League and playing, uh, and I want to say specifically Champions League. I don't know how challenging the Ukrainian league is, but it seems like if, if Shakhtar Donetsk was oh, not it's in challenging, Cham- but for a different reason, <laughs> right? all if, if he right wasn't now. at Shakhtar Donetsk and we just played uh, for uh, another club in right. Ukraine that that was not a Champions League, like yeah, Warsaw, obviously not in there, but yeah, I'm yeah. saying a, a club that yeah, is you're good, not, but it's not. So it just it, it feels like MLS is. Getting closer, or if not equal to or above the Argentinian league, when it comes to how it is perceived in the world market and how much you know clubs are willing to pay for players out of that league. But I would also I would also say to that point that it's probably risen above it, not simply because of playing style or you know whatever uh, the the on the field reasons or maybe the training or whatnot. Yeah. Facilities are better here. That's players have said that. Um, but also, you're going to get paid. You don't always get that promise in some, some South American leagues, yeah. including, uh, you know, including uh, the Argentinian league. There's been problems. Also, political unrest. Uh, the, different, the value of their money is, right. is, is very bad. Right, right, right. <laughs> Are you even, why get paid? You know what I mean? Cost you more money to go to the bank and cash yeah, it. Yeah. But also, remember, there's the threats to player safety, the a little bit of anonymity you get when you're here. Mm-hmm. You know, those things, are, I think, are valued by players. Not all of them. I think Miguel Amidon said, I went because Tata was there and he wanted me. That yeah. was it. Like, he had, he's like, I don't even know where Atlanta was, dude. Um, so it wasn't like this decision to be like, I got to get my family out of here. Also, we're talking about younger players. You know, they're not really seeing that. That I, I would assume they're not really feeling danger yet. You know what I mean? It's not like they have kids. Yeah, or- it's weird. I, I've heard um, and our uh, friend, uh, Ali Menjum, who was filming a documentary out in Argentina during the World Cup. Um, I, I didn't realize, and, and I don't know if it's always been like this or whatever, but apparently Argentina is f- pretty dangerous from what I've heard. As far as like getting robbed, he got, remember his wallet was taken? Ali- well, he was also hit. In a in a in a, like in a, a party, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I have you're gonna get pickpocketed no matter where you go. I have heard of, of this and just in general that Argentina is like just a little bit more like hood than we may think. 
Oh, no. what Buenos Aires, for sure. Right, right, right. Yeah, especially the Boca region. The Boca area is hood as hell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Just got, you got to be careful out there. Nothing wrong I, with that, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's just that, you know, Argentina doesn't really market itself yeah. that way. But Boludo doesn't sound like you're trapping. You know what I mean? It sounds like you're arguing about a sausage being cooked incorrectly. Um, but, yeah, no, absolutely. But, I mean, remember, uh, what's his name? Got, got His family got kidnapped. And then he came here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are, look, to me, those are like wildly sort of extreme things. But even just like. Has a player ever been kidnapped in their family at gunpoint here in the U.S.? That you can think of. In any sport. In any sport. There, there, yeah, there must have been some uh, somebody breaking into someone's home. Or breaking something. into homes, yes, home invasions. Just straight happen. up kidnapping, like uh, kidnap like, a family at gunpoint. I don't like, think that's like, happened. Like that's in like, a movie. Yeah, that's a no, movie scene no, that's taken. Bro. It's look, yeah, it happens. I guess it's more common in South America. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. I'm not again, nothing wrong with South America. Great place. I thought um, you were gonna say nothing wrong with kidnapping. No, no, <laughs> hey, listen, I'm I'm a different type of entrepreneur. I don't need to do that. But hey, everybody's got their own. Everybody's got their own. Uh, you know, Hold profit on, and loss. I got my friend uh, Jeffrey. Epstein on yeah, the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. No, no, no. It's a cost analysis phone call. We're just uh, catching up. Um. Uh, oh, you didn't know he wasn't dead? Uh, <laughs> pretty sure Chivas USA had some dudes held hostage. <laughs> yeah, that's how you get them to sign for the team. Um, uh, Alan Pulido was kidnapped back in Liga Amakis. So, I mean, look, obviously not, this doesn't happen a lot, but it's happened. Is there less of a threat of that happening here in the U.S.? Yes. So a lot of players do like the life that comes along with being a player in, in MLS, which is you have a little bit more money than the average person. It's not like you're working at a factory, but you also get the anonymity. You could just go to a, yeah, you yeah. Go to a cheesecake factory. Lex just uh, put in the chat, he said, you should check out the video from Matt Damon, uh, just correcting that, that Matt Damon, uh, about going to a match in Argentina. His father-in-law wouldn't let the kids or women go go to the match because of how dangerous it was. I have seen this. Have you seen this? Matt, Matt Damon, Damon? Matt Damon's father-in-law, I don't know who he's married to, but he's uh, is Argentinian. Uh, he he goes to, uh, I think, a Boca match, and he's he, he's like, oh, let's get... Let's get the kids, get the family, let's all go. He's like, no, 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 we're not doing that. No, no, no. <laughs> so it really like, is like, what was the movie where they played soccer in jail? Uh, well, I don't know. I forget. It's like the longest yard, but like the original one where they played a game of football, if you will, I don't, in I, jail. Okay, that's going to see a game in Argentina <laughs> for a lot of people. Yeah, Matt, Matt Damon's uh, father-in-law is like, uh, no, the kids are staying. Put on this balaclava. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go to the game. Matt Damon's <laughs> like, bro, let's bring the kids to a game. The father-in-law's like, you brought your bulletproof vests? <laughs> uh, pretty wild. So um, the oh, oh uh, but that but to that point, I think if you are a the agent of a twenty-one-year-old, twenty-two-year-old. You know, potential national team star, if you will, with yeah. let's say Paraguay or you know Uruguay or Argentina, maybe to a lesser degree, more like Ecuador, Colombia, places like that. Would you not try to get your player in MLS? Would that not seem like the right place, knowing that the moment that starts, you have the opportunity to start those negotiations with Europe? Europe is now watching. All right, so we saw uh, John Duran, uh, uh, Durang go from uh, Chicago, which I believe he was only there for a year. He's 19 years old. Uh, and then he goes to Aston Villa for 16 million euros, 16 and a half million euros. Um, they got, same club sold uh, Slonina to Chelsea for almost 10 million, right? Montreal sold Ishmael Kone, who they found at a local park, by the way, 
Uh, the kid was playing on a local team. Okay. Uh, they sold him to Watford for eight million. Why do you say Watford like that? Because it's just like boom. This kid went from a. Uh, <laughs> this kid went from a pretty well-respected club. No, yeah, I meant that in a good way. Okay, they went okay. from a from a local club kick about with his homies <laughs> to going to Montreal to now going to Watford. Uh, Matt Turner, obviously, we know Adam Buxa, who came in, is now being sold out. Georgie Mihalovic going to AZ Alkmaar for $6 million. I mean, look, Montreal in the last year has made a nice a nice call. And this is Euros. I wish they would have done this in in, uh, in in dollars. But, dude, they made a nice clean... Uh, where, where's uh, Mihalovic? Six plus... Eight. That's a nice clean 14 million euro right there. Good money. That's, That's good. what, 15, 16 mil? It's for what? <laughs> Having one of your scouts walk by a park and <laughs> buying a kid from... What did he come from? Dempsey Dallas? Georgi Mihalovic? I mean, I, I would imagine they did a little bit more than that. Obviously, developed him and <laughs> he br- brought him on board. It's, uh, you know, it, they, it's in the players are um, investments, right? So they know. I mean, that's, that's the. But that, this is good business. MLS is doing good business. We need to find a way to get in on the ground up. <laughs> the, the ground up or the <laughs> ground floor? The ground uh, floor uh, on the way up. Uh, the, the other big. Um, Which I just mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Aston Villa, obviously, for um, what? 22 mil. Also, do you like, you like the, new, the new wipe? You didn't even notice it. Anyway, I did not people notice. see it. <laughs> They'll see it in the chat. Um, the um, so Chicago Fire um, uh, uh, selling John Duran to uh, Aston Villa. I already seen a couple um, of the Aston Villa homies. Um, you know, uh, like Luis Miguel Chagaray, uh, right. who is a big Aston Villa guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Won't just, shut up about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know him and uh, Prince William, right? Prince William is uh, really yeah, big uh, Aston Villa. Is that the one who smoked crack? Or that's Prince Harry. Harry is the the crack guy. Yeah, did he dude. do crack? He did something. Well, yeah, I mean, please be specific of what drug he did. Allegedly. I don't know. It's in a book. He, he wrote a book. Right, let me tell you something. He he went off. <laughs> he banged. Yes. He lost his virginity banging like an older woman at near the near the garbage bins of a of a pub. <laughs> You're a prince, my G. Haven't we all? <laughs> You're a prince. <laughs> um, the you got a 700 bedroom palace, and you near the dumpster. <laughs> so he had how many? So John Durant, for, we'll move on from uh, Prince Harry. I don't know where he lost his virginity. I hope it was in a. I hope he had a, a decent time. I don't. I haven't read his book yet. Um, Durant uh, played. How long did he play for the Fire? Only one season, right? A year, yeah, yeah. So, um, I, th- th- my main concern here. Uh, uh, happy for the young man. I think he's gonna do well. He, how could you have a concern? My concern here is for the Chicago Fire. They've been awful the last couple years. They haven't made the playoffs. When's the last time they made the playoffs? Who cares? They making money. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't gonna get relegated. <laughs> Still, you don't. I mean, do you not see Chicago Fire fans uh, constantly disappointed in what their team has been doing? I've been you- seeing that. I saw that for a long time. Chicago fans being disappointed in their team and them not making money. And now they've got Chicago Fire fans disappointed in the team, but they making money. So things are changing. <laughs> the fans are not like, "Oh, good. I mean, uh, I guess we've balanced the books. This is great. <laughs> Why do I love supporting this team Forget that, has, the that books. has great accounting practices?" Forget balance the books. They caking. <laughs> they making money. <laughs> um no, man. This is uh, you know, there there is always that that balance. Oh of- yeah, I did see the way. It looks like a butt. <laughs> It's not, it's not a butt. Also, uh, someone said uh, Cooligans with the uh, Microsoft uh, movie maker effect. <laughs> Andrew Sanders. So, 
the fact that, um, you know, there is always that balance of like, uh, do we try to make the team better or do we try to make money on the in the transfer market and stuff like that? And they and both are uh, significant. But I think the you know, they, they with Slonina and and Duran, um, th- this Slonina going to Chelsea, by the way, if we didn't mention. Right, right. This is uh, a team that I think is going to be significantly worse than how even bad they were last year. Look, they got the money, right? <laughs> They're calling it the okay. You keep bringing it. Keep bringing I'm it. Say, they now have a chance to, uh, you know, bring in some uh, new players. Hopefully, they have the scouting to find another John Durang yeah. guys like that. Uh, people are calling your effect the butt wipe. By the way, people, one person, one butt. That's that's people. <laughs> it's a dude wipe. Hey, not until we get money. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, hopefully, you now they have a little bit of money to be able to go out and get. Some of those, uh, you know, some extra players. Speaking of teams that need extra players, you know, preseason games start this week, right? I do. Uh, NYCFC, I believe, has four players total. <laughs> I believe, if I do the math correctly. We did mention at the end of uh, yesterday's episode about uh, NYCFC and that uh, Alex uh, Collins, it, it looks like, we. I did see a tweet that said um, that he is yeah, uh, close to an agreement with Boca Jr., but now I'm seeing... According Roberto, to Roberto Abramowitz is even talking about yeah it. yeah several NYCFC uh, uh, people who cover Insiders. the team are saying that uh, negotiations are very much still uh, ongoing with NYCFC and uh, you know there's still a chance uh, but we we shall see maybe uh, you know him hearing us talk about Argentina maybe affected uh, you know influenced his decision a little bit you can only hope. Well, listen to us, Collins. <laughs> We've never been there, but we know what we're talking about. You're going to look like 0350 Cent in the bulletproof <laughs> vest playing out there, or you can just stay here. <laughs> okay. Uh, Someone's saying a, a Star Wars wipe, which is not bad. I'll take it. Is that what so, it's supposed to be? I mean, it's not, I don't know what it's supposed to be. I found it online. I figured, let me just try it. I, I figured, let me try something new. We got the, we got the Coors Light, uh, uh, you know, little, little tag up there. So might as well. I'm looking at some of these sales. I didn't, for some reason, uh, market value at the time. Okay. Cause I was trying to figure out why is this negative? Paxton Aronson, his market value was four and a half million euros, but he was sold for 4 million euros to Eintracht Frankfurt. Alistair Johnson, uh, to Celtic. I mean, there's so many. This is just this season. It's a good, um, it, uh, I don't know. It's like, you know, I, I think there's year after year, there's always that um, in improvement um, in, in those sales. It's, it's generally a good barometer of like where the league is. Um, there, you know, you ha- to, to be relevant in the, in the world market, people are not going to, if you're not selling players, then it, it's it, there's like a domino effect. As soon that as, also means that people don't want your players, right? Right. So meaning they don't respect the the league, they don't respect the you know the academies, the what what the the, the training, the philosophies. Right. It's a it's a huge indict. If you can't sell players, it's like it's a huge indictment on what you are doing as a federation because it all. So it's supposed to trickle down, right? right. Starts and, at the top, uh, and and when you institute uh, philosophies on how the game should be played, um, again, I'm like I keep mentioning uh, Johan Cruyff's book, but it, it's a there's so many interesting, which you just can't stop turning the pages on. I can't. I'm just like <laughs> I'm swiping the pages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but <laughs> going from app to app, it's. It's interesting hearing um, about his life in, especially after playing, because 
he just talks about so many problems of of how to how to go as a uh, from a player to a coach to a director and try to say like hey this is how we should play this is this is how the dutch play and we should do that and we should bring in people who know football and so on and so forth and the people who are good at the other things should just do that uh, and and there's pe- a bunch of guys smoking cigars, going, I don't know. Yeah, that's exactly, but that's really how he describes it. <laughs> yeah. He's just like he can't. It, it, I can't tell. I, I want to read the the stories uh, uh, from the other perspectives of the other directors he was angry at because it sounds like Johan Cruyff was like a jerk. Like he's just stubborn, and this is the way it should be. But how do you get an academy, a club, the front office, the board of directors? How do you get everyone to agree? You've got the right idea, <laughs> and it's to change everything. But so the only way it would be like: Have you ever suggested to your mother to change the seasoning <laughs> in the arroz con pollo? Well, it's like uh, especially somebody like Johan Cruyff, who is who has nothing but success in his uh, career. Yeah, but great players don't make great front office staff, or right? Right. But he was a great or, player, great coach. Right. Uh, won a, a ton with Barcelona. Yes. He, he changed the way Barcelona played the game, and Barcelona still play the game the way he thought it should be played. A hundred percent. So, um, so, but, so the interesting things were he was seeing, the academy wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't for him. But he was seeing that when he when uh, when he went back to the Netherlands and was like, yo. Y'all are not doing the, the the basic things in the like academy. Like we're getting players to the first team, but they don't even know the things that I learned when I was in the academy. And it's stuff like that where he he couldn't um, institute a a policy and 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 direction so that everyone could just keep doing that going forward. Because he's like, it proved successful. Look at me. And but he was just constantly fighting with people that were like just. Business people. Come in. Hey, how's it going? Thank you so much. You can leave it right there. Oh, no, it's okay. No, no, please, you're fine. <laughs> shout, uh, out, shout out to USPS. Let's shout go. out to Across the Street Postal Service. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the one we use. By the way, we're having a great conversation about how do, how do you create a club that follows a system? How do you change a club's ways? And our chat is simply finding ways to mix alcohol and wipes together. <laughs> so they've gone with Coors Look, Wipes. Look, as long as they have like. As long as they're having a good time. You know what? Welcome to the party. Go ahead. Mix, <laughs> mix amongst yourselves. So, um, so look, uh, so overall. Would you, could you say that there's a better league? I don't think there's a better league for uh, a player. You know, picture, you're, we're agents. We own an agency, Cooligans right. Agency. And we've got a 21-year-old killing it at Lanus, which I keep calling Lanus. <laughs> Because I think it's hilarious. Okay, uh, where would you suggest they go? Would you suggest they go to say NYCFC, which gives them a ladder to get into Europe, like we're seeing with Dati Castellanos, who also is now being uh, sort of considered by Brighton. Yeah, right. Would you consider that the right place to go, NYCFC, or would you try to force a move to a club in Europe where they maybe aren't directly starting? Um, could you see? If a I'm benefit? an agent, I'm gonna go. Where I think I'm going to get the most money, right? Okay, see, now we're talking my language. <laughs> I don't know. I mean... It, it, but yeah, you might get the most money, but is it the right opportunity? Because you may be giving up money in the future. You may take a little bit more now by not going right. MLS. Right. But then you're giving up the potential that they're going to make a much even bigger sale. It's... 
yeah, it's really hard to say because there there isn't any. We don't even have a track record. We have a couple examples in the last maybe three years of South Americans coming to MLS and making the move uh, to to Europe. I mean, there's just not m many. I mean, hey, Piti went to Al, Al Nasser. Oh yeah, he's doing great out there. Everybody is he still there? He's still there. Yeah, okay. he was. I saw some training video with him and Ronaldo. Okay, so now he gets to play with Ronaldo. <laughs> maybe that's a guy he likes. So I'm, I'm, maybe it was a good. It was definitely a good money move. Right. Uh, Cardi B out here. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, but it was it the best for his career? I mean, who who knows? I mean, maybe for him, he's probably happy. I I have literally no idea. But to to try to. Um, so as of right now, my answer would probably be no. I, I wouldn't say go to MLS first um, and then go to Europe. It doesn't feel like we're there just yet, but I don't think we're far from it. Because just like I said, the, 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 at some point, it's going gonna, it's gonna to feel like you're going to be able to get more money from a player coming uh, from MLS, or the sale will be higher uh, from a player coming from MLS than, than Argentinian League. For sure. Or maybe even, not, maybe not Brazilian League. I don't know. No, it's, no, no. it's hard to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Brazilian League seems I mean, like if, Europe like, is... And we're not knocking the Argentinian League, but it is like, it, it's it's the game with like no tactics, right? I mean, we, <laughs> I've watched oh, a couple... we've watched. <laughs> we've watched a couple games. It's, it's not, um, uh, you know, the, the outside of like Boca, River, uh, 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 a couple of the, I the will racing say, maybe. It's like yeah, a, they, racing is it's, good. It's uh, just a little... Central Rosario plays really It's experience. a little wild. Okay, you're not, you're not really going there to learn the fundamentals. Look, there's a, there's a lot of clearing the ball, but, and it doesn't <laughs> get clear. There's a lot of players looking up. I think I think, I think Argentinian League has more players looking up yeah. during the 90 minutes than any other league in Latin America. Well, no, obviously the smaller leagues. Yeah. But then like MLS would. Yeah, to keep the ball on the ground a little more. MLS, here. look, I, I think it's it, individual it, skill might not be there, but overall tactics, I think. Yeah, I think there's a, a the, again the way the game is played here is just I think a, just a little bit uh, different, and mm. maybe maybe certain teams appreciate that a player can come here and be in a little bit more of a rigid system, and and maybe that might that player might fit in. To, uh, also uh, helps you shine if you're a player that let's say you're a number ten and you need this X system, right? Perfect place as opposed to going to Latin America. And you're like, why is the ball keep going over <laughs> me? I'm looking up a lot, bro. By the way, Manchester Andrews said that a potential uh, an Everton manager candidate just walked through the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Say Tali said if Don, meaning Don Garber, really wants this. Uh, should teams start hanging banners of the players they sold with the dollar amount? <laughs> hey, Chicago Fire would get a chance at a banner, bro. Let's go. Put them up in the rafters. No, the, I mean, Fire have won MLS Cup. They won MLS Cup in 90... Their first year. It's the only team to do it. 97. Seven, right? Was mm -hmm. it their first year or second yeah, year? It's the first uh, year. First year, yeah. Uh, Del Boy Zero says, I think the USA market is cheaper than Europe, and Davies and Admirong and Adams are showing greater value for young players when Chuomeni cost $85 million, which is true. And you're going to have a lot of clubs that can go out and go buy an $85 million player. There's a yeah. lot of clubs where that's that better be four players. Have there been any recent, like, straight-up duds that came from MLS that just truly didn't work out? I mean, I, I would say, I wouldn't say duds, but the ones that haven't... Um, I'm trying to think, because, I mean, some would, some would have said Admirong. Remember when it took, like... I think something like 17 games for him to score. Right. Um, I mean, it, it's not a... Was Scotland considered a top five? No, it's not top five, right? I wouldn't. Uh, I mean, J like James Sands hasn't really broken to the Rangers. Young player, though. Yeah, uh, there's a... 
who else came from MLS that really just didn't work out in? No, I mean they. Who came back? Has anyone come back? I don't know. Um, <laughs> it was like, yo, it sucks out there, bro. <laughs> MLS should allow for unlimited transfer spends and have it have it not hit against the cap. That'd be that'd really put uh, gas on this fire as a destination. Young DP rule will help, but it can even be even better. Yeah, and Mike I've Thomas. often said this. I think uh, if you go out and sign a, a DP under twenty three, it should just count as the minimum, and you should get as many young DPs as you want. Yeah, you know, I think by the time the World Cup is here in 2026, I, look, uh, I, I think there e- will either be another DP or um, just a, a higher salary cap or something like that. The, the league should change dramatically. And they, they, you think Tim Cook on the phone being like, hey, yo, mm. we need to clear this up. <laughs> What's all, what all, it's all this paperwork, bro. Just go, <laughs> just Damn, sign bro. him. What are you doing? <laughs> bro, what you mean I need to figure out where to, he's at the supermarket. Like, I need to, <laughs> I just want bananas, bro. I don't know. <laughs> Um, Gam, you take my credit card. <laughs> um, now, Pepe is scoring like crazy at Groningen. Come on, Oscar. Yeah, I wouldn't say a dud. I mean, look. It, it, Carlos Vela came from Europe. We didn't sell him to Europe. But good shout. Uh, uh, Augsburg was just a, it was just bad. Nobody's having a good time at, at Augsburg. It even sounds like you're having a bad time, bro. Uh, who is also there? The um, the the fullback from Atlanta United, George Bello, is also at Augsburg. Is he at Augsburg? Yeah, wow. he went there. Um, and I I don't I don't know how much he's playing. Also, uh, somebody tweeted this the other day. I saw this uh, popped up in my timeline, but they were like, uh, "It's wild how the Bundesliga has been off for literally three months and nobody's even talking about it." Which is it is weird. It's been Bundesliga has been before the World Cup and they have not come back. They took their it was the World Cup break and then they took their winter break and they have not returned. I, I think they're coming back soon. Maybe this. That's crazy. Bro. <laughs> these, these, I haven't even noticed. These players are going to come back with a tan, bro. bro. <laughs> like nice. All 30 pounds overweight. <laughs> <laughs> going to be wild. Um, Brian Reynolds went to Roma. That's, but he's also very young. You give him a chance. Also, Mourinho hates him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's another one. Uh, uh, we, a lot of people thought Chris oh, Richards Bella went was... to B, uh, Bielefeld. Oh, he didn't go to Oxford. Apologies, apologies. Um, Reggie Cannon? Uh, Reggie, Reggie Cannon. Cannon is Boa Vista. He didn't make the World Cup. Yeah. He's not. I, Boa Vista out. always kind of fighting uh, to stay uh, stay up in, in the Portuguese league. Matthew Hoppy. Matthew Hoppy did not play in MLS, though. I don't think he did. No, I think he, he came went, from an academy. It's a Schalke, too. To Schalke, right? Yeah, I don't I believe think... it was at Schalke too, and then went to LA. Schalke. Was he in LA something? He was. He's from California, but I don't know where he played. Um, Happy, good shout though. And uh, by the way, someone said Portugal is a better a better place. I think that's true. If you are in one of their, if you're on one of their three major clubs, if you're at Benfica, you're gonna get sold for a hundred million. Right. There's, you don't have a chance. You don't have an option. <laughs> it's in the contract. Crimson uh, Pizza asks, "How's uh, Zach Steffen doing at Middlesbrough? He's doing great, actually. He is. I, I just saw one of his posts. Um, he Middles- talked about why he didn't go to the World Cup. Did you see? He said it was his decision. I did not see that. Where'd yeah, you? he said it was for mental health reasons. He didn't want to go. That's no. That's not what I heard. He when when he said he was shocked and hurt that he didn't get a call up. But I think he said that be, when he took that break, that mental health break, like two three months prior, he thinks I what I read was that he that he thinks that affected his standing in in the World Cup squad. Okay, I may have right. <laughs> misconstrued all of that. I'm glad we're not like a hard-hitting news show. No, this is why we aren't. It's because I'm here. <laughs> um, uh, so Zach Steffen has, uh, I believe Middlesbrough has like something like eight 
wins in a row or eight clean sheets in a row, like they actually are doing very well. We also, should. Haji Wright would have been considered a bust even though he never came through MLS. Remember, he went to uh, Cosmos so he could avoid having MLS involved in the oh, yeah, sale yeah, to yeah. Europe. Um, but now what, what is, I think Brighton is looking at him, right? Somebody's looking at him. Uh, there's a couple uh, offers or, or it seems uh, potential, uh, potential I mean, interest. Middlesbrough yeah. are currently in the uh, fourth place. Fourth place. So, so they're, they're in the playoff position. They're in the playoff. Uh, they're, I, look, getting to one of the first two spots that automatically get promoted uh, doesn't look super likely. There are they're like what, 11 points back, 12 points back. Uh, but still, uh, not bad. From yeah, PFOC didn't come through MLS, but he's playing well. Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to really say anyone's been a complete bust. There's no one that I would look at and say this is the reason we're not getting sales, you know, to Europe. I would look and say I think for the most part it's on the up and up. Um, but uh, today, uh, today's show, as you can see on the the bug over there, I can't reach it, but you know what I mean. This thing right here. <laughs> today's show is uh, brought to you by Coors Light. Yes. If you if you guys want to have a nice chill, like it, it, you don't have to be uh, on and crushing it all the time like we are. Bro, okay. First of all, you know when I go home after a long day at the podcast factory, I mean I'm just <laughs> literally wipe the soot off my face. <laughs> right. I have to shower before I can hug my kids because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> want to make them sick uh when i get home and i want to kick kick my feet up and i just want to relax you know what i mean you first of all you got to have something nice and cold in my in your hand that's me i'm a, I'm a cold drink mm. kind of guy and I, why don't you just give me a can that tells me it's cold like coors light the little mountains on the front they turn blue and i'm like oh i'm gonna grab this one from the fridge Oh, right, yes. Because That's all you hear when I hit the couch. I, he needs photos because Alexis hates reading. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, and I sit right in my divot that I've made into my couch. Uh, but no, uh, Coors Light, uh, thank you. Shout out to sponsoring uh, the show uh, today. If you guys want to get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart, go. Uh, you, all you got to do is go to CoorsLight.com slash Cooligans. That's right. Because look, guys, when it's time to unwind, Coors Light is the beer that I reach for. It should probably be the beer that you reach for. Uh, so when you want to hit reset, you know what I mean? Reset, some people would call it. Uh, <laughs> grab the beer that's made to chill. It Literally, the can is made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered to you just like he said. Go to Drizzly. Go to Instacart. Go to CoorsLight.com slash Cooligans. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. 
No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Okay, now let's move on uh, to, some, to some drama in American soccer because we, uh, we, can't, uh, <laughs> we can't get away from it. But let's talk about the LA Galaxy. Um, this was a statement put out um, by all the LA Galaxy supporters groups. Um, uh, LA, I recognize LA uh, Riot Squad, uh, Angel City Brigade, uh, what is it, Ultras, uh, a bunch of them, right? Angel um, City Brigade, Galaxy Ultras, and Ghost Ultras, Ghosts Ultras Galaxy. Okay. And uh, this is uh, wow because we know um, this happens with a, uh, within a lot of uh, supporters groups overall. There's, there's usually a lot of like disagreement. It's yeah. hard to get everybody mm. on the same page. But the LA Galaxy supporters are like, we agree on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, need yeah. to get in a way that Barcelona's front office couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> they need to. Uh, they essentially um, the the statement. Uh, I will just read the. First uh, paragraph says, given recent news regarding Chris, Cl- Chris Klein's contract extension, leadership of the Los Angeles Galaxy supporters groups have unanimously agreed not to attend any matches until change in the front office is made. And uh, Chris Klein, uh, former uh, LA Galaxy player uh, who is now the GM, I forgot his exact uh, title, but he, is, he makes a lot of very big, uh, important decisions for LA Galaxy. Um, Allegasi recently were fined by the league um, a million dollars and a significant amount of money, and, and also a lot of uh, uh, general allocation money. Mm-hmm. And the and it, because of the Christian Pavon signing, they did the the Matuidi, uh paid him a little bit on the table, and like nobody needs to see this. And they're like, "Yo, we see it all." Right. Uh, so they got in trouble. Sometimes I think you got to push the envelope, especially if it's stuff with money that no one knows about. <laughs> <laughs> and the, so uh, LA Galaxy are going to uh, obviously suffer severe penalties. But Chris Klein obviously was a big part of that. And uh, his contract was extended. Uh, LA Galaxy have kind of been living in mediocrity for, uh, I don't know, the last, I mean, decade kind of. When was the mean, last time they won MLS Cup? I hope, yeah, it's been a long time. But they were very close to... They were they were they made the second half of last season fun. They've got some good players. They've got a good system. Twenty fourteen. Who's their coach? Greg Vanny? Vanny? Vanny, yeah. He's gotta be like, damn, I miss the old days, bro. <laughs> Just get an MLS Cup whenever I wanted. Right. So this is a this is a time, I think, for uh, look, the one thing I'll say is, you know, we've uh uh, you know, we we, we uh, shout out to I- I- ISC as well, who who are having their um, their conference this weekend because yes. we've we've performed stand up in front of a lot of supporters groups, including uh, LA Riot Squad and Angel City Brigade. That's right, and they do not take jokes well. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> One of the guys, LA Galaxy guys, was so heated. We were roasting the LA Galaxy, but we roasted bro, everyone. We roasted everybody. And this you? kid legitimately <laughs> wanted to fight me. Uh, someone said that uh, LA Galaxy says we will tailgate with a Coors Light in the parking lot, but we will not. <laughs> that's a good ad read yeah. Shout out. um but so uh, uh, first thought about this look if if this is del boy also said i guess this makes the fans the guardians of the galaxy <laughs> but um boom this is uh, look we don't usually see protests like this uh this serious uh, in mls i also think because it's mls my first instinct instinct is to say 
no one from the front office is going to make a change because of this. You know what I mean? It seems okay. like it seems like MLS does what MLS wants, and the fans either enjoy it or don't. You know what I mean? Well, Chris Klein has been in his uh, in this job for quite a while, and so it's not a good sign if people are are trying to get you fired that don't even work there. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's sure. not a good sign. But it, it, it's it's gotten to the point where um, look, and and in, in the statement it said this boycott does not come from animosity to uh, to the players and coaching staff, rather uh, a frustration with continued front office practices that have placed off field business in higher importance than on field product. So we know LA Galaxy when it comes to business uh, they sign huge players uh, Zlatan sold the most jerseys in MLS like they, they they're good at that aspect of the game but the last few years I mean, yeah the first one they did they basically needed the league to change its rules to allow it with David Beckham yes yeah yeah so they they're, they're good at that and we know that and I wonder if that um being good at the business side of the game has allowed for people to maintain their their jobs when you know the results on paper look really good as far as bringing bringing money for the club and bringing up the club's notoriety um but when it comes to just the on-field product it doesn't i mean i don't i'm I'm sure i know they care about it but it just doesn't seem like it's the biggest priority compared to just having a successful club i would say that that's all of mls mls is a business but every yes, every single club in the world is a business. We all yeah, know that. Yeah, but they run at a loss. MLS is like, no, we make money around here. I, okay, I mean, but obviously that isn't an excuse for the, the 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 supporters to be like, oh, okay, I understand it's a business. So no, no, we're look, all good. I get where the, the supporters are coming from. It's fine to sit here and say, hey, we don't like the business moves you've made because they've cost us now on the field as opposed to benefited us. Yeah, you have every right to protest. Every time, I'm, I'm very cynical of, of protests within MLS because do they lead to anything? Sometimes they do. But it, it feels like in Europe, there's a little bit more danger when there's protests. Sure. Look, it seems like what, the, um, uh, what they're asking for is for Chris Klein to be uh, removed as, from but that, can you, that as Can you actually see a, a person getting fired from their job? Well, he so the Inter Miami. I forgot the guy's and name. And by the way, if if you did break the rules, I he mean, did break. Degree. He did break the rules. Yeah. And I, I, look, I don't know his specific involvement in breaking the rules, but he is the guy that gets to pick the players and, right. and stuff like that, and involved in those decisions. So uh, he should bear some responsibility. Sure. And I mean, so the guy from Inter Miami, uh, I forgot the GM his name, but he got uh, suspended for a year. Um, and uh, so and, and removed from his job. So the you would think Chris Klein would suffer the same penalty or something similar. Uh, but again, I don't know what his specific involvement was, and I don't want to just um, assume or accuse. Um, but I would I would assume that years of mediocrity should be enough to lose your job. Yeah, I mean, it really depends on what his involvement was. And really, I, you know, how much confidence the team has that he can continue to do the job he's done and or do better. And if they have confidence in that, then I find it very difficult to believe something like this can't be mediated. Andrew Johnson said, LA Galaxy is my opinion why MLS is seen as a joke retirement league. I mean, I mean it, LA yeah, Galaxy. That's, but that's, a, that's, like a, that's like an MLS purist. Right. You can't say that because for most people in Europe, MLS 
is for most people outside of America, MLS is LA Galaxy. Sure, I couldn't name you two other teams. And just like um, you know, the Premier League to a lot of people is Manchester United. Sure, and and to me, I like name me another Saudi team besides Al Nasser. I I don't know one. (laughs) Al Halal. Is that true? Yeah, I watch every week. Uh, (laughs) Okay, but the fact that um, you know, LA Galaxy is uh, you know, to a lot, like you said, like the kind of the face of of the league, Mm -hmm. and. Eliasic to me kind of feels like, especially with you know the noisy neighbors of LAFC, is it feels a little bit outdated and old compared to all the flashy new things LAFC is doing. And if, and, and on top of that, and this what unites supporters more than anything is your rival winning a trophy, which is what I was going to say <laughs> next. There's a little bit of an inspiration to like, hey, we need to make a change. Yeah. Because that guy just got a new car, and now can we get forty-five owners like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, LAFC has? Whatever you guys need to do, but LAFC winning Supporter Shield, winning uh, MLS Cup, it's going to light a fire. It should light a fire under the other team, and then when the news comes out of like, oh, we now we have to stop <laughs> deal with uh, a fine and, and, and a penalty that's going to affect our roster. I, so I, this is not surprising overall. But I, I look, I, I, regardless of you know, cheating the, 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 you know, the roster rules or not, uh, to me, it seems like it's kind of wild. Chris Klein has been at LA galaxy as long as he has given the, the poor results for sure. And somebody said, um, Tommy G said, I'd argue LAFC is the face now of MLS. Well, I agree with you. Here's the issue. Uh, when uh, we had the complex show, uh, me and flex, uh, he res- he wanted, he said, yo, can you get me the new LA galaxy top? It says my name on the front. And I said, no, that's LAFC. And he goes, oh, they changed their name? They, and did you make what, fun of him? Damn, English, bro, they don't know anything. Stay out of our sport. Roasted him, bro. <laughs> Keep putting orange and chocolate, you dummies. <laughs> uh, Jaffa Cakes might be the worst. Yeah, might, it's, just, it's the worst bodega treat of all. Um, but he, they don't know. They have no clue. So, yeah, well, I agree with you. If you care about the sport enough to look this way and, and maybe watch a match or two and just – Play, pay a little bit closer attention, then for sure you're going to know LAFC. You're going to consider LAFC the, the face of the league. Winning, big names, a lot of stars showing up to the, to the games, cool stadium in downtown LA. There's a lot there. But if you know, for the average person, they got no clue. <laughs> Most people think we're wearing uh, Manchester City stuff when we wear NYFC, NYCFC. That happens sometimes. Um, I, I want to get to this, and uh, you know, we're going to. Uh, Eric Winalda and shout out to Andrew Johnson in Gully Squad who uh, you know uh, made made me aware of this. I did I, I saw some of the tweets in this Twitter, but Eric Winalda, oh him and him and Alexi Lalas, him and Alexi Lalas are just going at it. Neighbors oh. over the <laughs> fence. Okay, I thought y'all were friends. Yeah, Dad, get away from there, Dad. <laughs> um, but there. Uh, so Eric Winalda, uh, this is I believe the the tweet that started the 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 whole um, affair. Um, but he says, I can win the Open Cup with an MPSL team. He's quote tweeting. Uh, Chris uh, Kessel said 194 MPSL teams have left slash folded since it started. Can someone explain to me, like I am a little kid, how the system we have with closed leagues promote, uh, promotes stability? Right. And, and, and Chris Kessel, I've seen uh, uh, on Twitter, he, he 
he's a very much an advocate for for pro rel. Yeah, the guy beats his drum. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we, you know, there's a everybody's on on you know everybody's pick picks their side when it comes to this stuff. But Eric Ronaldo saying I can win the Open Cup with an NPSL team, which is a wildly just a very bold statement. Not even not even USL, not even USL. NPSL obviously is is. It, 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 I believe it's professional. It's, it's not semi-pro. It is professional, but sure. it, it's 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 at the bottom of the American pyramid, right, right, not right. soccer pyramid. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not, we're obviously not. It's not top. It's not top flight for sure. We're not saying anything negative about uh, the MPSL or right. people who play in that league, but we it is what it is. Um, but to say I can win the Open Cup with an MPSL team, and look, we we had a USL team make it to the final um, in uh, the US Open Cup final, the uh, Sacramento Republic mm-hmm. losing to uh, Orlando, and, uh, they, and they, they, they were barely like, in the game. He had success like ten years ago with that Cal FC. Remember that they had to wear like Chicago Fire tops and like black oh, no, uh, shorts. He was he was a coach of Las Vegas Lights. Yeah, yeah, but that's bit. what got him started in the coaching right, right, career. Right. And from what I remember. He he picked. I believe it was an MPSL team level. A uh, bunch of guys from college that never made it. Uh, guys like that, and he got pretty far. I've you know he had to he had to get jerseys donated, which is why he wore Chicago Fire jerseys, right? Because there was no they didn't have their own. <laughs> so Mike Thomas uh, says that that's why the closed system leads to stability because the higher up leagues have standards, the lower leagues have turnover because they're playing a numbers game. So look, we this is always you can have this debate forever, um, and and a totally valid statement. There, I like I like what the Aaron Hooper said. He said, "Do it then." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I would say that that's a that's the Alexi Lalas uh, mentality. He's always like, if there's a if you can make a, a, a pro rel, do it. Well, speaking of Alexi Lalas, and this is I'm I'm putting it up on the screen. Alexi Lalas quote tweets Eric Winalda. I, I, about I can win the Open Cup with an MPSL team, and Alexis Alas says, "So can I." Also, so, uh, first response: guy named Senor Lopez goes, "Cap." <laughs> <laughs> so, now you lying, bro. <laughs> so Alexi, being Alexi, uh, having you know, be, being a little a little troll, he does this from time to time. Probably Alexi, joking speak, around, having fun, probably with his uh, with his homie. But it got pretty of, serious really. because speaking of LA Galaxy, Alexi Lalas was once GM. Yeah, of, and of said, he was let go very quickly. Said club. It did not go well. And Eric Wilder brings this up. Go he's back like, to the Jersey <laughs> accent for this one. <laughs> he's like, Eric, is Eric from Jersey? I don't think so. I don't so. think he is. I think he's from California. But you got to go for the, but just because <laughs> of the way it starts. He goes, no offense, but you were three-time failure as a GM. I am still waiting for my first opportunity. You are three strikes and back to the booth. Damn. Stay out of this and get back to makeup. They missed the spot. He said, fuck about, bro. <laughs> Eric, come on, man. How how did you possibly start that with no offense, but, and then do nothing but offense, bro? <laughs> bro, uh, he, Eric's just like, yo, you too pretty to be arguing on Twitter, he bro. He put the extendo clip in. <laughs> uh, so, look, I... This is... Uh, look, at the very least, it's just very... It's fun. It's entertaining. Um, I'm enjoying it. There was a... I don't have the... Um, do I have the one from, from Alexi? Uh, no, did I don't, Alexi respond to Alexi it? did respond to that. Uh, I, I'll look for it before... Someone uh, said grumpy this morning, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mario Salazar said, damn. Yo, yeah. he just... He, he, he went in. He yeah. went in and look, and it just... A nice cold brew says, sheesh, when I'll let the chopper sang. <laughs> so, when you... Look, Alexi was just being playful. He was Alexi like, was so playing can I, I tennis, can also. bro. <laughs> 
And my he man, came out with the cannon. Alexi's playing pickleball, bro. bro. He's just trying to have a good time. He just like the sound of it against <laughs> the racket, you know? Okay, I don't play profesh. I'm just trying bro. to exercise from time to time. What Eric, yo, Alexi was trying to play arms, yeah. arms to the body, and Ronaldo <laughs> came through with a roundhouse. <laughs> yeah, Alexi, Alexi was like, so can I, and Eric responds with, and another thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, whoa. <laughs> here's, what I mean, here's what I want to tell you about your mother. And you're like, no, 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 no. No, 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 <laughs> man. Uh, so uh, look, as soon as he says, "Look," and we can break down the tweet a little bit because it, it 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 is silly, but it is a it does feel like there's a little bit of I don't know what exactly jealousy, envy, um, just a little vitriol. If just as soon as he says, "There's uh, got to be something behind the scenes that we don't know about," because right. don't forget, both of them were in broadcasting at one point, right? Uh, Eric Ronaldo leaves to run for president of uh, U.S. Soccer. Yeah. And has not been able to get back into media unless, I don't know if he's tried or whatnot. Well, he works for a Sirius. He does a, a he does radio a, show. A radio yeah, show. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, he hasn't been back on TV since. Sure. So, you know, maybe I mean, there's a little... Uh, I mean, look, you delete some of them tweets, bro. I don't tell you. that Some of them tweets are a little reckless. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, uh, you know what? Get somebody to filter your tweets before you put them out. <laughs> That's all. Um, but as soon as he says, you were a three-time failure as a GM, which is all right. Okay, I mean... Fine, but then goes. I'm still waiting for my first opportunity. You are three strikes and back to the booth. And or and I think the last one is probably a joke and just sort of being playful. But the uh, I am still waiting for my first opportunity, which is first opportunity. I don't know what that means exactly because he, he been, has been co- he has been he a coach. Coached, he coached uh, in U.S. Open. Cup Does he want to be a Calif- GM? Is that what is? is he also of- became coach of Las Vegas Lights. Yeah, that didn't last very long, but he was there. Mm-hmm. And then he became coach of New Amsterdam. Remember, he were in New York. And oh then I right, think something right. happened where he wasn't actually able to follow through with the position, like before the club actually. Yeah, played. yeah. So the, the rumor was that the owner wanted to be in goal. <laughs> very vaguely yes yeah uh so um yeah it, it it feels like there is a you know american soccer's out to get me you know kind of it's, it just feels a little strange it's also a good message to who if people are like yeah you haven't been doing much be like yo the matrix is getting me bro <laughs> bro yeah. eric when i was the andrew tate yo of, <laughs> of, of, of american soccer bro, if you believe if you don't believe that i could win mp oh you have a couple of an mpsl team then you are an absolute moron <laughs> uh yeah why I, haven't i been broadcasting because of greta thunberg bro <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go after her bro yeah um don't order pizza in your video yeah uh, <laughs> no 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 get the pizza box out of the video <laughs> I'm trying to be a coach in the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, uh, say, Tali said, Alexi tweets about the Reina situation. We, uh, quote, we eat our own, then serves up a nice and tasty dinner plate for more soccer drama. Yeah, there is a... I love it, bro. Yeah, look, I, look, I, I'll say this, you know, and, and we've been involved in American soccer for, uh, you know, what, eight, seven, eight years and they, we placed ourselves in it, by the way. No one asked us to totally, be totally. But yeah. um, but there is a, and, and I'm assuming this happens in any in any federation and in really any corporate structure. There, there's there's a there's a click. There's you 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 pal around with the people you think will help you move forward and progress and and i i think the the look I, i'm gonna assume and and being as charitable as possible that alexi lalas and eric winalda want american soccer to be as 
uh, successful as possible and as competitive uh, and that and can compete with European leagues and and all that stuff. But the the there is I, I, maybe it's because the country is so big. Maybe it's just just there's just so many people involved. There is the infighting. It's almost impossible for it to stay private. There oh there will always be issues, disagreements, and it it it, it becomes. A petty. I, I don't know any other w- way to put it. The problem is there's not enough money to go around. There's not enough opportunities. Yeah, I guess. So when after, especially when these guys played, you know, how much money could they have possibly made? Obviously, they both played in Europe, but I even then, I don't think they were getting money, money, money. You know what I mean? So now you probably want those opportunities. You're not getting them. You think that there's some type of vendetta against you. And you're gonna you're gonna snap a little bit. Morgan Tender said, "Yeah, that's the only reason I'm friends with y'all. You build my brand. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time you've admitted it, Morgan. <laughs> no, but look, in, in Hooligans need to start subtweeting more. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Christian has removed my ability to do so. You have a you have a Twitter account. Go for it. <laughs> it doesn't hit as hard. <laughs> so it, it's a um, I I don't know. I mean, I I think the the division of of it, it, it being this like kumbaya federation where everybody just simply gets along. It's not not realistic. It can't be that way. It's it, competitive. No, no, no exactly. Um, Del but, Boys, by the way, Del Boys said USA is a country three hundred fifty of three hundred fifty million people. How is U.S. soccer more ancestral than the Lannisters? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's look, that's another problem. I mean, when when the the Reina stuff came up, um, I uh, I was watching Football Americas and um, Sebastian Salazar mentioned this just about how w- within youth soccer, it's um, the, the the customers are the parents. So the so the the sport is kind of built around how the parents feel and how the parents feel their investment right. in their in their child is going. And so they want the coaches to treat them a certain way. They want their kids to have certain opportunities. So as soon as you introduce parents into this uh, into this system, this is going to be you in like five, eight years. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to beat up a referee, bro. I but think. you're going to be <laughs> no, no Put I, my child in. Well, I'm thinking about that. And I, I you know, I have a child on the way and uh-huh. I, and I'm thinking, well, what kind of soccer parent am I going to be? I see this guy. Okay, so now I need to decide what type of soccer uncle I'm going to be. <laughs> okay. I'm your kid's uncle, right? No, you're not. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. You guys <laughs> We're are not really. We are. <laughs> I am. Okay, By the way, shouts to me, bro. <laughs> but I'm not saying that you can't see the child. But, you know, I'm, We're going to tell him I'm his uncle, though, <laughs> okay, right? Okay, got it. Fine. The kid's going to grow up thinking I'm his uncle is what I'm saying. <laughs> of course. Good yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah, going to break it to him like, like Santa uh, yeah, at yeah. some point. But <laughs> <laughs> When I'm eating the cookies and drinking the milk. <laughs> he's not your uncle. Yeah, he's Santa yeah. Claus, actually. There's no Santa. Now let's get to the bad news. <laughs> There's also no, he's also not your uncle. But like, I, I need to know how I'm going to act at these games because I could also be the like the angry Obama for you. You know what I mean? Sure. Like you could. You don't want to get banned. No, I would no. love to I get banned. Want, I don't want the criminal record. I so mean. I could, don't have to go to Jersey all the time to watch this kid play soccer. <laughs> so let me be the one who acts out. You know what I mean? Sure. And and threatens a coach. Mo- most of the stories I hear from um, from a lot of uh, uh, you know players and and when they talk about their parents, a lot of them. As far as the successful ones I've seen, they usually say like, um, "My my parents didn't force me to play soccer. No. They didn't tell me. They let me play other sports. They just like let me enjoy what I enjoyed." Right. Um, so, you know, that's how I grew up, right? I played a bunch of different sports, but I didn't have 
I had almost no real super, not supervision, but guidance. Nobody said like, oh, you should do this. You should do this, which is like, I mean, my parents could have done a little bit more of that. Just yeah. like, hey, maybe something. <laughs> you know? yeah. Something, bro. <laughs> they were just like, hey, figure it out. I don't know. What <laughs> Good I'm, luck. I'm struggling over here. Good luck out there, boy. <laughs> my mother was was like, you could do whatever you want. My grandfather was like, <laughs> my grandmother was like very passionate that I was going to end up a Yankee player. Right. And uh, it didn't happen, but we got on Yankee Stadium. We got to walk around Yankee Stadium. Sure. And you were in the hat. You were in the hat. So <laughs> good enough. If you knew how much I paid for this, you'd be very upset. Um, but someone said, Christian, already thinking about this kid's everything contract. Omar. <laughs> uh, Theo Alexis teaching street economics is fan And who was it? Someone said, oh, Del Boy said Alexis can see the kid under supervision. Oh, yeah, no, I suggest that as well. You know? So, uh, no, so I don't I don't think I'm going to try to uh, force anything. But, you know, I hopefully, you know, I'm, I'm going to still be playing in my pickup games. You know, hopefully I can inspire my child to uh, be that dad. But how many goals you scored today? Not as many as me. Oh, yeah, dude. You ain't <laughs> Just bad. to be game with my G. <laughs> okay. How was Uncle Alexis? <laughs> you know, you ever seen those uh, videos of kids uh, playing, like, uh, uh, basketball with their, their their dads at home in, like, the little small hoops? Yeah. And the kid's trying to, like, shoot, and he's like, nah, learn how to play. You know, it's yeah. like the Kobe. The, I was the that same was way Kobe. with my Kobe was yeah. just like, no, I'm going to get try to, yes, I'm six foot seven, and you're four foot one, yeah. but yeah, figure it out. Eat your veggies, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you get here. Okay, try Try to get a shot over me. Yeah, you got my blood. If you don't get to the height, this height, that's on you. you know? <laughs> that was that. I mean, I was like that way with uh, with video games and like uh, fighting games, Street Fighter, Tekken. My brother uh, was so much better than me uh, at, in in Street Fighter, especially. And I, I, he's eight years older, so I'm like, I remember being like six, seven years old, just being like. I can't be. What am I gonna do? I, I've yeah. been trying literally for for years. I can't. I can't win. And it, I probably won for the first time when I was like. 10 years old or whatever and i was just and you i was probably 10. remember the feeling but i i remember i was like you beat 18 year old that's pretty good you're done old man yeah you I, know? Beat a, I beat an adult <laughs> your time came and is now went <laughs> okay do they got like social security some sort of uh you know Damn. system for you watch your hip <laughs> uh, uh <laughs> fan xy said christian's kid is going to be supervising alexis <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're calling you uncle alexis he's is he arguing got, again he, uh, he's gonna be like dad he needs his diaper changed <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like in here christian I'm about to be your kid in FIFA for the first time in 10 years. <laughs> so, um, okay, a couple other things I want to make sure we discuss. U.S. Women's National Team will be playing uh, tonight uh, or today. I don't know what time um, this game is happening, but they will be playing uh, New Zealand. I believe they're playing uh, two matches. Uh, yeah, yeah, today ten, at 10, 10 o'clock. 10, which would be tomorrow for them uh because they're they're a day ahead um damn bro, <laughs> <My> <laughs> head, bro. everybody okay in the chat yeah. you know i didn't mean to blow your mind um so they're playing two uh two friendlies uh against them and uh and then the she believes cup will be uh starting in uh in february so the uh, a couple of things i mean we saw the roster right did we see well, yeah we saw the roster a couple yeah, of the, weeks ago the names of uh, um but i i, I did there was, was it taylor corniak corniak is on the yeah, roster? yeah she okay did, yeah um i saw her announce it the Kevin just said the earth is round nah bro Kyrie, get in here yeah uh, <laughs> um 
See, uh, FanXY says, saw it going to be on HBO Max, which is wild. So it's what I want to talk about. Yeah, someone did ask for an HBO Max password. We do not do that on the show. <laughs> Hit me up in the DMs. <laughs> but it, so it is going to be an HBO Max. But I did hear today that uh, U.S. Soccer just agreed to a broadcast deal with um, Telemundo. Right, but that's for the World Cup. No, no, no. These are for these these matches. No, I believe that was a World Cup. Is it only going to be an HBO Max in English and Spanish? Somebody, please let me know. Uh, we'll see where we can. Uh, watch them but uh so yeah but at least if this is the case um then we know that we you don't need hbo max to um to watch the the u.s mnt and women's national team yet which i feel like do most people have hbo max i think that's like a not that popular yet it's not okay i, mean, I don't know if they, i i it feels weird to have hbo associated with the brand of just oh, oh associated with the sport i don't think i don't I'm not thinking of HBO when I'm like, I need to watch a soccer game. Or I want to watch NBA. Yeah. That's because they're not the Sopranos, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they should do, um, you know, uh, like promos and, and bring in the HBO shows uh-huh. uh, into, you know, the, like a, the Wire with Megan Rapino kind of. It's so dope. <laughs> okay. It's so dope. I would love to see it. So, um, but I, I did want to talk about the. NWSL draft a little bit because uh, that happened last week and there were a couple uh, notable moves and um, and pickups. Um, uh, so Alyssa Thompson, who is who got uh, taken by first by Angel City FC, they I believe they traded up to get uh, that spot. She is uh, how old is she? She is uh, eighteen years old. She is like a superstar already. Yes, and uh, she's already uh, played for the U.S. Uh, uh, women's national team, the senior team, and she's she has two caps. And she uh, uh, skipped going to college. Uh, she she had committed to Stanford, uh, who who has a, a great soccer program. We all know that, um, and. Uh, so, so she skipped going to Stanford mm-hmm. um, and, and went straight to NWSL. And this is we're not used to seeing this, uh, but it's it's kind of cool uh, to see. I mean, just uh, didn't somebody do this last year? Yes, this was uh, was it Trinity? Did Trinity not go to college? Trinity, who who was it? Ashley Sanchez, maybe. I think I know Mal Pugh did this. Mal Pugh did this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but for it to um, and Mal Pugh had a similar trajectory where she i think she played on the women's national team senior team before right. um no uh trinity went to washington state university okay um so uh but no still she never played a match in college though however her freshman season was canceled due to covid 19 got it got it um casey current um uh kevin saying um michelle cooper on our squad but this lynn williams that's what that's what i wanted to talk about lynn williams yeah. uh who's been on our show go check out our episode the uh, homie with her she's uh she was awesome on it we had her and Sam Lewis on the show. Obviously, both KC current players at the time, and now Lynn Williams. Uh, I believe was it in the was it in training or the Challenge Cup? She she tore her ACL and right. she she had a season-ending injury. So she has she has she signed with uh, Kansas City Current, but have never played a game not, and, and never got a chance. To, so she was traded to uh, Gotham FC, mm-hmm. uh, and this is I, I think a bit of a. I guess I guess it's a bit of a shock, but it, it's a it's a look. She's a great player, absolutely. We don't know uh, what she will be like after the injury. That, that's kind it's of a big the main, risk. That's sort of the main concern, right? 
Um, but I, so my main question is it, it, this decision from Gotham. Gotham were uh, in last place last year in NWSL, uh, and they are, you know, making uh, this is a big move. So they're going to have obviously uh, uh, Anumanu, um, Mitch Purse, mm-hmm. and Lynn Williams uh, up front. Um, so that's that's an exciting attacking. Lynn Williams, I mean, pre-injury, obviously national team quality. I'm right, assuming right. she can get back to that. Yeah. So, so this it could be really, really exciting. Is it? Do you do you take that risk? Do you do you keep the draft pick and try go with someone? Out I mean, of college? the simple answer is if you don't think there's someone at that at that position, if you can, if you think you have someone you want to pick and you can wait for a later round, no one else is going to take them Mm -hmm. and you want to take that risk. And you think you could flip this for a national team player who, if she gets back to the level she was before the injury was clearly world-class. I think, yeah, you got to do that. Yeah. I think, um, you know, a lot of people have mentioned this, but uh, Gotham, especially last year, um, were bad in the midfield. They just, especially when Ali Long, uh, uh, she, she didn't play at, at all that season. Obviously, she uh, gave birth to twins. Um, but the the midfield was was pretty weak. I mean, they were, they they had a tough time maintaining the ball. Um, they just, I mean, they were in last place for uh, a reason. Right. So they they have Christy Mewis, which was a great uh, addition. Yeah, they've got some nice names. But the yeah, I think and you the, put them together. You know, the co- the coach just left too. The assistant coach, at least, she just went to go become an assistant coach. At uh, Angel City, Angel City, I yeah. believe. Um, the new—I forgot the new coach's name. He's, uh, I think, Spanish. Mm-hmm. I forgot his name. Um, uh, we gotta get him on the show. Um, Come on now. So, uh, and Kevin just said they gotta sell some seats. And this is look, uh, the, the, uh, that also that's a very important part. She's a big name. Um, so, uh, but th- it seems like I—I I, I don't know what the—I don't know if it's the same problem like that Red Bull have and and whatever. Um, but the. I feel like online uh, and, and on social media, Gotham have a have a strong presence, and I think a lot of people around the country know the team. Right. But when it comes locally, local market, that's yeah. like the really tough part. And it's they, just also difficult to get people out in this area. But they need to be good. Yeah. That I mean, that's the first uh, thing. I mean, the, I, I think they have everything else in uh, in place when the team is good, and it's it's easier to sell tickets when the team is good. Yeah, for sure. Another way to put it. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully this uh, maybe they can win a little bit, and that turns them uh, turns them around. Okay, and uh, Meg Linehan, who is uh, currently in New Zealand, I believe. Yeah, she's oh, she's there, out there uh, covering the games. Uh, she uh, mentioned this from uh, Vlako Andonovsky, the head coach of the U.S. Women's National Team. Uh, in regards to Sam Mewis, Sam Mewis also has uh, she was injured and has not played for. Uh, did she play at all for Kansas City Current? I think she played a couple games, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, he mentioned, this is a quote. He says, uh, uh, it's a long-term injury does not want to go into details and said they don't want to comment on the timeline or possible return at all. So obviously Sam Mewis would be a, a great addition to having the U S uh, having her on the U S women's national team during, uh, uh, during the world cup. Uh, and to hear that they have no idea when she might come back is a, a little bit concerning. So, um, the uh, my my question now, as far as how we feel about how the U.S. is going to do in this World Cup, I'm I, I I'll say this: I think I'm getting a little worried because the the loss to Spain, the loss to England, um, I think there's a the the I don't know if it's simply like 
the talent the talent is there. There's a there's a refresh that needs to happen. It still feels like we're holding on to I I do not agree at all. Older names, older style. Nah, bro. I think other nations have caught up a little bit, not you, to the degree. You think who on the team now? Megan you you think is No, but Megan Rapinoe doesn't even start. And when she does play, she, she does help. She, she yeah, does yeah, help. She comes off the bench. But I'm just saying like overall, you know, uh, and I think a lot of a lot of teams do this. You hold on to the guys or the girls who won, and you're like, yeah, they'll they'll permeate that winning culture throughout. It doesn't always work that way. Sometimes it's sort of like you know, heavy is the head that wears a crown. Sometimes it's better to get a set of new ideas. I'd love to see you know Trinity Rodman start, Ashley Sanchez start, some of these younger yeah players. That's been a so Trinity hasn't gotten that many minutes oh. um, with uh, with the U.S. and people are a little bit. Um, there is there is a debate online of like, yo, why isn't Trin getting more uh, more time? Uh, Kevin just said competition getting better, which is I, that was a point I was going to make. I think the the I think COVID and not having a, a many international uh, friendlies mm-hmm. hurt the U.S. probably more than it hurt the teams the the you know the other countries that they were competing against. They. Uh, Look, especially the game against England, uh, they—it's not that they look lost or anything like that. It's just like the competition is just so much better. Yeah, and it started. It's, I'm getting a little nervous, especially after watching the the NWSL final, that which you know Portland uh, Thorns dominated. I'm I'm getting a little worried that NWSL. I, I'm just gonna say this, even though it doesn't feel right. It, it doesn't feel like the strongest league in the world. I mean. To be honest, it feels like other leagues have caught up. Because the Women's Super League is feeling like it might be the place to go. I mean, you're, you're, you're seeing, and then we were talking about this before, about transfers and stuff. You're seeing big money, relatively, in women's soccer, you're, relatively big money transfers for female players, right. which we're not used to seeing, but the, a lot of it is happening in Europe. Well, the thing is, MLS, MLS NWSL had a head start. They've had... Eyes on them. They've had the superstars. They've had World Cup stars from most from a lot of nations yeah. playing there. How have you used this? You know, they've had their own troubles. They've had a lot of issues that they've had to investigate. People getting fired. Uh, there's issues with presidents being asked to leave. Uh, you know, uh, finance is not in order. You know, some place like the WSL very quickly could just learn from the structure around them and create a league that is maybe progressing at a faster rate than NWSL and yeah. NWSL made may need to start using that little bit of buffer that they had of sort of being the, the league uh, of, of, of note, the league of desire to be at for a long period of time. And hopefully that money part can catch up. Players but, need to be getting paid a lot more. Players need to be making more money from whatever the ad revenue coming in is more ad revenue needs to be coming in. That other part of it that we don't have, like Europe just doesn't need TV revenue in order to be solvent sure. where we do. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, and that's been a big thing, too. In, in, in Women's Super League, they're, they're really selling tickets to some of these games. Yeah, where Just small clubs, big clubs. I mean, yeah, some teams struggle more uh, than others. But even but, just watching, you know, a lot the, of my friends that are Arsenal fans, Arsenal ladies is getting talked about a lot more. Dude, I mean, if they, Emirates, didn't, didn't they sell like 45000 mm-hmm. for a, a match recently? So, And these are not like an FA Cup final type things. They're no. selling 
genuinely selling lots and lots of tickets for for these games and the uh, uh look and, and again that is a just a you can see what the, the, the you know the the moves and and decisions they've made locally to just uh, uh raise the popularity of the of the team uh and 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 the women's side of, of you know if clubs have um a women's side in, in England it's a it's 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 working out and it's getting to the point there I, there was just a um, if England wins the Women's World Cup, it's going to spell. It's going to be a, a great sure, boost sure. to the WSL. Yeah, but it might mean and winning the Euros was uh, was huge. Huge. So, again, uh, the 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 uh, the competition just on, on in the global market where we're we're at the risk of losing players mm-hmm. um, if if especially you know whatever what, if the leagues thrive and there's a you know there's and there's a lot of money a lot of com- competitors like women's um la liga is probably not because you know, it's really again the t- two teams that are really dominating right. um but women's liga mx is also on the come up sure sure um but yeah so a little bit little bit concerned what this world cup is going to look like because i i let's I, see what happens post world cup I, I don't know what the you know who who is the start? Who is the guaranteed starting eleven first game in the World Cup? Who do you want there? It, there's a lot of a lot of questions, but like, I do still want. I mean, Jimmy I Rodman, know, Ashley Sanchez. I want that younger core, right? But I mean, look, Sophia Smith is a lock, right? Has Guys, to be, gotta be there. Has to be there. Um, hopefully, and, Midge Purse. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, the, the, I, look, there's, yeah, there's a lot of competition there. I don't know. Yeah, um, it's tough. Okay. All right. Well, we'll talk about it more. We'll figure it. We'll figure it out, everybody. Um, anything else before we wrap up? Andrew Johnson said England winning the Women's World Cup would be a death nail to NWSL. I believe it's also death knell. Mm. I believe it's like K N E L L. Let's check it out. Um, the I wonder. I yeah. Look, I, it I, is death nail. It's the tolling of a bell to mark someone's death. Death nail. Nell. 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 Okay. K N E L L. Ten forwards said Matt Graham. Let's go. <laughs> Yo. Oh, we gonna score. And you know what? So will you. Um, so the um look, I, yeah, I don't know if if we're at if that's necessarily the concern. I mean, um because the US has won uh the last won the last two women's World Cups, and it's not like it has propelled NWSL into just, you know, I, I, again, I don't think it necessarily hurts. No, but the league is bubbling over there. If they prove that with a big win, the win against the U.S. at Wembley was huge. Right, right. Sold out in less than 24 hours, massive stadium, was yeah. all the buzz. It was huge. Right. So the, um, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, okay. Let's uh, let's wrap up, everybody. Thank no, you. No, 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 no. We got to do a little taste test. Oh, my goodness. Uh, shouts. Hey, why do you mention this way earlier? Shouts. Oh, here we go. <laughs> okay. You open that one. I'll open the spicy one. Shouts to, uh, what is it? Saucy Rebellion, uh, who <laughs> sent us these. Um, I had tweeted out that uh, that's it. I said, that's it. I made a call. You, just, uh, <laughs> you tweeted Mumbo out. Mumbo or Mambo sauce. You could spell it either way. Um, is the best regional sauce in the country. I just don't think there's any question. Mumbo sauce, yes. Mumbo and Mambo. That, that one says, the bottle says Mambo. So this says Mambo, but this is... It's wh- the same thing. You can spell it either way you want. Oh, I thought I always thought it was Mumbo. I mean, I'm thinking... It is. I spell it Mumbo sauce, but again, you can sell, spell it any way you want. I, I prefer uh, Mambo number five sauce. Okay. You know what? <laughs> I actually said, is he going to get this joke? <laughs> I didn't want to, but... Yeah. <laughs> so here, I got so a, we, so a couple is, of cups. This is not... This is not barbecue sauce. No, no, no. So this is mambo sauce. Let me see if these can. Or mumbo sauce. 
Let me see if these cameras are Here, working. I could do this. No, nah, it's not close enough. Hold on. Let me see if. Uh, can you switch on the main? I can. Let me see if this. I don't know if it's in focus. There you go. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's. Uh, so this is Saucy Rebellion Mambo does Sauce. Does mine work? I don't know if my camera's in focus. It is in focus. That hey, was, was we fixed it. All right. Cool. Okay. Uh, unlike anything you've enjoyed, try tempting tradition of this legendary mambo sauce uh, lives on. Uh, now in thick and spicy, uh, this sweet heat uh, takes you uh, takes the fight to the mundane to main to mundane meals. What an odd way of. But we were in D- we were in D.C. Well, this is the thing you've tried this. I've tried this and it's very good, incredible. But you've never had it before. You were like. When I ordered it, you were like, I'm not going in. Well, I thought it was something else. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then when I got it, you were like, wait, can I try that? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you would think, what did you think it was? You thought it was like chip, like pieces of like fruit and vegetable or something in there. Yeah, right? I just, I, I, when I heard the name, I just thought it was just something more like a, like a pico de gallo type hey, thing. Hey, thank you, Andrew Alvarez, for becoming a member. Hey, appreciate you. Thank and you. That, and that's a Rebel fan. All right. So why don't you smell that? What do you, what do you smell? Okay. Do you remember the sauce? It's uh, it's it smells like McDonald's barbecue sauce. Okay, and the whole DMV <laughs> area is mad at you. That's what it smells like. I don't know. I don't want to put too much. Yeah, don't you're don't. Not, you're not a fan of drinking sauce like I am. It's what we do in my house. <laughs> okay. Okay. A little salute. A salute. Vamos, to saucy rebellion. Let's give it a try. So you've had mambo sauce, mambo sauce. Right. So let's see what we think of uh, saucy rebellion. A lot sweeter. It's pretty sweet. Okay. And this is... It's a, it tastes like a, a combination of McDonald's barbecue sauce and sweet and sour sauce. Okay. So a lot of people think that's what it is, really. Yeah. But it's not. It's actually a mixture of like ketchup, barbecue sauce, uh, Vietnamese uh, style sauce. There's a bunch in there. No one knows for sure. You got to go to the... As, as they say, you got to go to the Chinese spots. Right. That's where you got to go if you want it. So... This is, that was the sweet and spicy. A little spice, nothing crazy, right? Was that crazy? Uh, no, it was not crazy at all. All right, so let's try. That's the one, yeah, that's the one we had. That that's one. the one we had. Mambo sauce. That's the original. So this is the thick and spicy one. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to put this in a different cup. You excited? <laughs> uh, I can't say I am. But, uh, but Hold on. It's, it's fine. I, I just realized I'm, like, drinking the sauce. I'm, like... <laughs> What am I? What have I done with my life? <laughs> There's also a little, a little. Oh, okay. Already much thicker. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. It's the, the, uh, why is my mumble sauce making it clap, bro? <laughs> it took forever to get to my mouth. <laughs> this is okay. You might like this one a little more. Not as oh, tart. I don't have all day. <laughs> Not as on? tart. <laughs> yeah, it's taking forever. This is what you want to coat wings in, right here. Is this bad boy? Yeah, that takes forever. Mm. What are your thoughts? Spicier, a little spicier. Definitely thicker. You could taste it. Yes, you could feel it. Viscosity, um, but also, how about this little treat? More candied jalapenos. <laughs> um, both good. I mean, look, I, I think the biggest problem here is that I'm not eating with food. This is like sauce straight to the dome. Is a little <laughs> bit not not really my my steez, bro. I've never had candied jalapenos. Have you? I have not. I got his forks. <laughs> okay. Ooh, I could already. Oh, I'm going to love this. You are not. <laughs> okay. Hold on. I'm going to take from the top as well. Are these are these spicy? Or no? 
You take it well, candied, right? So they wouldn't be spicy. But they're jalapenos. <laughs> oh, they're jalapenos. I didn't realize what they were. They were <laughs> I pepper. call them candy jalapenos. Okay. Oh, that's fun. Put that in a sandwich. Put that in a sandwich right now. <laughs> a little spicy, but good. The spice hits right at the end. Yeah. The 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 sweetness isn't overall isn't like overwhelming, right? No, not at all. You have less of a palate for sweet than I do. And you don't think it's overwhelming, which lets you know. Oh, it's subtle. Yeah. Oh, in I a, like that a lot. In a sandwich? I would do that. Right? Should we keep this in the studio or does this go to my house? Um This is the big test right here, Saucy Rebellion. Maybe one, maybe one of them. One of no, the, no, the candy jalapenos. I mean, you want to add this to your sandwiches after we bring them back to the stew? Sure. Yeah, let's keep. Let's keep it. I wow. want it. I want it. In, I want it. Actually, bro, you can't have any. It's all mine. <laughs> He's gonna drink both, bro. <laughs> bro, shouts to Saucy Rebellion. Thank you for sending that, guys. Tweet out your favorite sauce. Someone might send you sauce. There we go. Saucy Rebellion. What, are, they, are they on Twitter or whatever? I believe they are. Yeah. Um, is it on here? They're in Clearwater, Florida, uh, manufactured for Shameless Tavern. Maybe that's a, a company. Refrigerate after opening. All right. Look at this. Cholesterol-free, fat-free, sodium-free. That's what I'm talking about, dog. Bro, sodium-free, my G. Saucy Rebellion. There it is on Twitter. Uh, go show them some love. Say, yo, I saw you. I saw Christian, uh, you know, wincing at the spice on, <laughs> <laughs> on the show. Well, uh, I'm going to try some crazy. I'm going to put... One of the candy jalapenos in the sauce. Wow, bro. Oh, let's see what it is. Bro. No, nobody can control Alexis, bro. bro. Saucy <laughs> Rebellion's like, that's not me to do that. <laughs> uh, all right. Like one of those, you know, childhood commercials where they're like, there was an accident at the fact. While Alexis is doing that, I just, I'll say thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we appreciate all the love. Thanks for listening. Bro, you got Thanks mix for watching. <laughs> is that, would you have some left? I do have some. This one right here, right? Yeah. yeah oh, my God. Get in there. Okay. Well, Bro, thank you for watching. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Hit the hit the subscribe button. Hit the little bell so you know when we're on. Shouts mm -hmm. to Andrew Alvarez for becoming a member. Um, we love our members. What do we think? Good. It's very good. Very good. I love it. You guys are doing a good job, Saucy Rebellion. We will be in, uh, a reminder, we will be in Orlando for... Uh, the weekend. This weekend for uh, the Premier League Mornings Live Fan Fest. Come join us. You can go register our, uh, you can see the tweet. Our, <coughs> oh, it's a little spicy. <laughs> I got him now. Our pin tweet. Uh, if you want to go register, if you're going to be in Orlando. But uh, we should we should find out soon who, uh, who's going to be there. Maybe there'll be celebs. Okay. Uh, you know, It'll be fun. Meeting us. All right. Uh, Come talk to us. We'll be around. So if you see us there, uh, please, please, please say hello. Uh, you know, let us take a photo with you. We want a photo with you. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we're, in fact, we're going to start walking out to people. We go, oh, my God, can I get a picture? And you're going to think uh, we think you're a celebrity. But I'm uh, really stoked. We're going to have a, a, a dope time. The last one in Philly was bananas. Bananas. We had such a great time. So uh, I would say it was a social rebellion. It was so good. Look at that. Um, so we're, we're going to be the MCs joking around, having a good time. We're also going to record a no cap recap. Uh, hopefully with uh, one of the celebs that are out there. So right. join Patreon, patreon.com slash soccer cooligans uh, for those uh, exclusive podcasts and a bunch of other uh, content that we put up there. And anything else? No. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out. Um, obviously, uh, you know, you guys are the best. We love you. We do love you. All right, everybody. Peace. Take care. We'll see you soon. Peace. Bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile 
and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.